Hi, everyone. Before we get started, I just wanted to let you know that your girl is on Patreon. What else is going on podcast, aka Wego, W-E-I-G-O, is on Patreon. So if you feel so inclined and want to support your girl that way, you can head on over to patreon.com slash Wego podcast. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash Wego podcast, W-E-I-G-O podcast. Now, if you don't want to be on a monthly recurring thing, I totally understand that. But if you want to support, you can head on over to buymeacoffee.com slash Wego, W-E-I-G-O. Again, buymeacoffee.com slash W-E-I-G-O. Because you know, a girl be trying to put in some work and a coffee could help me stay awake. So those are your two options. And if you don't want to do either of those things, if you could rate, review, and subscribe and share with your friends, I would love that. Now, on to the episode. And the following podcast is a CJ Media Production. Welcome to the What Else Is Going On podcast, the intersection where pop culture life and real life meet up. Get ready to deep dive into all things reality TV and the dichotomy of loving the game, but not necessarily the players when they start to reflect real-life issues like deep-seated discrimination and a world rooted in racism. Feeling conflicted because I love... Clip! 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 And I also have to chant, Black Lives Matter. Buckle your seatbelts and brace yourselves because my foot is off the brake and this intersection gets busy. So come along for the ride so we can see what else is going on. Hey, y'all. Thank you so much for coming back for another podcast episode. Thank you so much to those that are listening via audio, wherever you find your podcast. And thank y'all for those that are watching. Y'all, I have someone on who, listen, y'all know I love to give flowers and um, just say what goes on behind the scenes. Sometimes you get in these social media spaces and people, you know, they say social media is bad or social media can poison all of us, which to a degree, I get that. But for me, social media has been a great space. And I met this person, which if y'all are watching, y'all can see his beautiful face. I think about a year and a half ago, we met in comments and DMs. And then we legit, it's almost like dating, but for friends. So then we moved to the phone number phase and then we text uh, like almost every day. And then he's he's been on the podcast. This is his fourth time. He is the official um we go podcast slash youtube correspondent it was this person and dj richie sky that were literally on me about starting a youtube i would get texts from this person like so you need my help when are you ready to start i think now would be a good time oh okay well so and he would carry on as if it was already started he really 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 um always supportive he is a writer i say he is a producer he is Y'all, he looks good enough to be an actor, but I won't throw that on here yet. He's probably Aww. a future podcast um, host. and But best of all, he's just an amazing person all around. Carlos J. Harris. Hey, hey, hey. Thank you so much for having me again. I'm excited. We were talking before. We pressed yes. before. So I'm like, let me hold something back. And so <laughs> we, we could talk, all, talk and text all day. All day. And the voice notes. And it's funny because oh, there's a few you. of y'all that I will text and y'all know that I'll be using voice note, especially when I'm like driving, like with passengers or whatever. And 
I'll sometimes look back at the message and be like, this is crazy, but I always tell y'all, y'all, you speak to Rhea, so you know exactly what I'm trying to say. Mm -hmm. No explanation yeah. needed. So I first want to start out by asking, how are you? Um, like I said, Carlos is a writer. He just had an article come out, like his second one, I believe, right? For the, yeah, um, I need you to tell, tell everybody yeah. the name of the magazine, the article, what it was about, of everything. Course, of course. Um, I, what was that, two weeks ago? Mm -hmm. yeah, it was about two weeks ago. My, yes, my second cover story for Swerve Magazine came out. It was the 15th, 15th anniversary of the House of Garçon. The House of Garçon is a ballroom, uh, ballroom home, and it's within ballroom. And I basically uh, interviewed some subjects, interviewed some vulgars, designers, runway people. Uh, runway was grand prize for 10K? But yeah, that was my second cover story. And my third cover story is coming up pretty soon. I can't give that away, but it's pretty good. It's pretty, pretty good. So I cannot say anything else because I was sworn in secrecy. But yeah. Because um, so I was getting ready to ask, but I will be texting you. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> I'm, very, I'm very happy. So this 2024 is starting out great. It, is. So, it really is. You're doing big things. And I, you notice that I keep putting titles on you. I'll be like, I this. know, <laughs> I know, I know. But you know, it's a lot that goes into podcasting and being on YouTube. I it watch is. Richie and sometimes even like my buddy Chris, he has to give a caveat when before he reviews Ooh. Potomac. He's like, this is my opinion. Yes. XYZ and then you know when I watch Richie he'll you know he'll say things oh people will comment and I'll look it's like people this this is their personal opinion like it's okay to have opinions and I think sometimes some of the viewers or like a fraction of the viewers they run from podcast to podcast or YouTuber to YouTuber to kind of see if they're speaking their language for yes. the and if not it's all it's like well you hate this person it's like no like everyone doesn't have to like your face it's yes all Hey, like stand culture has literally infiltrated Bravo and yes. housewifedom and everything. I mean, even and, rap ba in the rap game. Oh, uh, oh, oh, oh Barb's and hotties. <laughs> the first seventy <laughs> two hours, I woke up. Okay, because I okay, I woke up Saturday morning back home in uh, in LA. I said. Did she take a break? Because I'm scrolling. <laughs> Did she take a break? Because I, I can't. I can't. Okay. It's a lot. Like, how, how Mary do? It's a lot going on. It's a lot going on. Like, I was, like, getting into Nikki for a minute. Whether you're a Barb, whether you're a hottie, whether you're a fan of both. Wow. The amount, it almost, like. I've had fleeting moments of that manic type energy before where you're like, something is going on and you want to, but it's never been to that level. And again, it's been very fleeting that right there. I almost felt sorry for her. Like, yeah. I don't know what is going on. And then for her to drop this dish track and even her own barbs are like, so yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, and to the point where they're now her barbs are doxing people. Did you, yes, and you see that one video the TikToker with the girl? She says, Well, y'all can come here. I live in Alabama, we have what's the right to carry? Yeah, like they want to pull up on the wrong person. I pull up, even wrong, I, 
I didn't agree with Monice from Love and Hip Hop when she was like, oh, I don't know if you've seen it, but mm -hmm. Monice was um, saying how she feels like uh, the parents of Megan from Megan's Law should take every dime of this oh, of Megan's yeah. song. Oh, yeah, take every dime and sue her and all of that. Okay, I don't agree with you, but that's as far as it went. Maybe talking to friends, right? Talking about it yeah. here. She got back on the internet screaming because people were threatening to R and hurt her and her kids. That's, uh, see, that's that too is, much. Too much. and it's I haven't too confirmed much. it yet. Have you seen it? Uh -huh. I was listening to, I want to say it was Jamie. That's me. I, I love her. Mm -hmm. And I think it was her. She did a live and I'm pretty sure in her live, someone said there was a video. And again, I can't confirm this. So I'm going to say allegedly, because yeah. I haven't looked at it yet. Cause I don't think Jamie had seen it yet either of girls dancing on her mom's grave. I, I, I don't even, I, I can't even fathom believing that. I, 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 I said, that's the kind that's of thing. Like I was thinking about the other day and this may sound really ghetto and really bad. Right. But uh -huh. I was like, and just hear me for a minute. Okay. When people say you're too <clears throat> old to fight or you too like in my mind, a part of me was like, what's wrong with fighting? I mean, again, I know there's something wrong, but there was a part mm. of me that was like, Things happen. I'm just things not, I, I don't, happen, and I'm not going to judge happen. somebody. And that would make yeah. me want to pull. A, you're dancing yeah. on my mom's grave over a song. You don't even know this person that you're defending. Yeah. Like, are and you look at what save you? <laughs> she wouldn't save you. That's all I'm saying. She She's not going to save you. Yeah, it's like, and um, yeah. and there there was another person um that Jamie talked about where she did see this. Uh, Barb's were going into this lady's DMs like basically saying that they were going to dox her and she was like while you're pulling my ip address i can have yours pulled too and then they started sending her voice notes and she uploaded them and the person was crying like i'm only this old and my grandma would be so upset and i won't be able to get into college that's yeah you need to learn a lesson i said these are the yeah. same teeny boppers that's running into sephora fighting over drunk elephant and all kinds of uh, face products that phenomenon, I was so blown away. I'm like, so why are ten years, where's the parents? What? Where is the like ten, 10? My kids are 26. My 26 year old is a little different, but even then, she still has gorgeous to me baby face skin. 26, 22, and 19. And I tell them, use the basics until you don't have to. You know what I mean? You don't have all to. I, all I have to say is this. All I have to say is this. <laughs> okay. Okay, so as you know, it's Paris Week, Paris Fashion Week. And I opened my TikTok the other day, and video upon video upon video, I follow a lot of dermatologists, a lot of um, skincare you okay. know, experts, pop culture experts. Everyone was bugging out over Kylie Jenner's face because we're so used to seeing it so airbrushed and so, you know, tanned out. And now that she's no longer using tanner because she realized, that era didn't get her nothing, didn't benefit her. She's, you know, back to her authentic self, but with injections and fillers and over, and, you know, and where the filler kind of migrates under the eyes. So everyone's gagging. Everyone's like, wait, that's her? And it, it, it's kind of sad. And it's, it's very, um, it's a sign of the times with yeah. this whole like, beauty industry and how like beauty industry has kind of infiltrated tweens and teens yes like, when I was teenager, all i had was i didn't know what not, you know, 
Yeah. That's what I had. So you, you, Noxima probably. Yeah, that was really big for a while. Noxema. Yeah, and yeah, and something so basic. Yeah. But now it's like you're introducing these heavy products to these kids with a lot of chemicals. Skin is still fresh. I'll never forget. I had tried Chanel under eye cream in my early twenties. Mm-hmm. I had burns, little small burns under here. Yeah, because it was highly concentrated, and I was in my twenties. Oh my gosh! And that was twenty years ago. So yeah. That so yeah, it. I learned that. I learned the hard way. I said, "Oh, this isn't for me. This is for someone with premature, I'm premature with mature skin." Yes, yes, yes. So, yeah. So like, why are you introducing yourself to all of these heavy, unnecessary products? You know, it's weird. It's I have, so, 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 so weird. I have my, my kids using they, um, CeraVe. And oh, then yeah. if I they love. have like a pimple or something, maybe some Neutrogena with acetic acid. And I tell them, keep mm-hmm. your face a little bit damp and throw on a little bit of CeraVe lotion and a tiny, tiny bit of Vaseline on top because that's a sealer and keep it moving. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, it's I less is more. Yeah. Less is more, especially for like well, less is <laughs> Listen, less is more. I had somebody asking me, could I see my license? I was like, no, you're gonna have to trust that I'm the age that I'm telling you I am. That happened to me last night. I went to the um went to the grocery store to get some cough medicine and you know I am just stuff check out. And yes. then comes on. So the guy walks over to me, um, tall guy, and he said, I see your ID. And just not without even blinking or thinking, I was like, I'm in my 40s. And he said, huh? I said, yeah. And he's like, I have to see your ID. So I showed him. And he looked. He said, wow. Well, my coworkers, they always, I tell them I'm 29. They can't believe it. I was like, oh, okay. Okay. And I was like, I didn't want to be, I didn't, he had a head full of gray. I didn't want to be fake. But like, oh, I don't see. Right. Because. So yeah. Like, oh. <laughs> Okay. I was like, oh, okay. Well, can I get a bag, please? Yes, God bless. <laughs> Is it 10 cents for the bag? Okay, thank you. <laughs> just, you know, I was like, wait, you're checking my ID. Like, I don't look like I'm 18 years old. Like, <laughs> you know, but I yeah. get it. Yeah. It's so funny, but yeah, it happens. Yeah. Less is more. Less, Less is more. Is Even more. as we're old, I am learning to mix high-low products and still, because okay. as your as your skin changes, what works for my face? What doesn't, what this, what's that? I've been into skincare since I was like probably t- 13 and Noxima was my first mm-hmm. thing too. Like I was yeah. like, oh my God, my face belongs to Noxima and the Noxima girl, all that. What was and her name? Rebecca easy. Gay something. Rebecca Gay Heart. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. She's a model. She was on, on the stories. Ooh, and but, what was um, that show? What was it? Urban something where she's, I'll never, she's in the oh, big park. Urban Legend. She waves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> That was a good movie. That was that. Oh, those are the days. No, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say that. Those were the days, and we have great new days coming. Speaking of new days coming, Carlos Mm -hmm. and I, y'all have been having a conversation, (sighs) and we're just going to hit on some points here. Um, We've been having a conversation about a show that we all know and. I'll say still have love for a modicum of love for me. I have not been watching it because it's been making my blood boil, but we talked about a little show that you all may know um, with varying degrees of melanin called the real housewives of Potomac. 
Um, Carlos, you're in MD now, right? You're in Maryland now? Yes. Yes, because yes. we're, we're going to meet up before you leave. Yes. Mm -hmm. So we are, both, uh -huh. we are both in Maryland and we've been having discussions about uh, Potomac. And I asked Carlos this. And if y'all remember, I asked Brooke um, when she was on her episode. And by the way, if you listen to that episode and she said, we talked about a person named Carlos and she said, oh, I love Carlos. This is the Carlos that we were speaking about. So- Shout out to Brooke. But I asked her a question because I needed a different answer than what Carlos gave me because Carlos will give you the hard truth and make you see things. And I'm like, no, I don't want to see it. I asked him and I asked Brooke the question with such spotlight put on Potomac in a negative way. Um, and I don't necessarily want to say negative only because it's opened up the door to conversation to people who may not know what colorism is, who may not know any of that brown paper bag test, all of that. But I asked Brooke and Carlos, do you think with the noise of Essence Magazine, a huge publication, Essence has been, I know, a part of both of our lives since the time we were probably born, mm -hmm. Essence, Ebony mm -hmm. Jet. Um, do you think that will cause some conversation at the network and maybe some changes that we might be surprised um, about put in place? Brooke gave me the answer I wanted. <laughs> <laughs> which was, <laughs> yes, <laughs> I, she thinks there's hard conversations going on. Carlos said, eh -eh. so explain why you don't think so. And I think <clears throat> it's a, a combination, honestly, of both answers. I, I liked, I already know your answer and I agree with what you're saying. And I agree with what Brooke's saying, but it just could be different people than, than who I'm yeah. thinking. About. So what do you think? Yeah. You know, when we have this conversation, I'll always tell you, I look at the bigger picture, yes. the, the totality of all the moving parts in it. I do think conversations were had. I yeah. do think Andy read it. I do think for the original read it, of course. I do think people like NBC Universal read it. Uh-huh. Now with that said, does that move the needle to the point where there's a shakeup? Yes. How many people will exit or shift into friend roles? I keep going back and forth, but I can say Giselle Bryant is not going nowhere because, and we've had this, our last conversation was about Giselle and her power on the show. She has power on the show. We're not even going to say she act like she doesn't. Yeah. Giselle is in charge of the girls. This is school days all over again. Oh, school days. Yes. And what I told you, there's a lot of pretty people in the world, a lot but everyone doesn't have star quality. And Bravo and Andy, they try to put star quality on her. And she's, she's not, she's pretty, yes, that's all. It's for, the people keep bringing up that factor. I don't care. Yes, yes, that's. There's a lot of pretty people. But she doesn't have star quality. Carrie Huger yeah. has star quality. She does. No shade. Yes. yes. You, you, can't, you cannot, when they flash back, what last episode where like season one and they were uh, yes I did you got to give Karen her flowers. Karen has really elevated and, and you know I always say people I have my issues with Karen, but Karen is in on the joke and with Giselle being such a um, uh, negative force this season, she has not only 
hurt the show, but she's helped Karen elevate even more. Mm. So many people now see Karen as that nucleus of the show because she can go between two groups. So Giselle is saying, Karen is saying, I do not see Robin staying. Me neither. Me neither. I I think her story has come full circle. And I think Bravo brought her back thinking that they were going to like pounce and wear her thin. But Robin, I mean, her tagline is she doesn't care. Yes. And and that's just that. It's like, well, why are you here? Yeah. Yeah. Um, What else? Mia. Okay. So that's Giselle. Karen, Mia, staying. I don't see Wendy staying. I I, I feel I don't, know. I don't know. A lot of people don't care for Wendy. I know, I know, and I think it's, it's so interesting good. that a lot of people. I took into consideration her first season. You don't know what you're getting into, so people were like, her yeah. first season. She talked about her degrees, her degrees. That was only one aspect of her, and we may just be seeing yeah. the other aspects of Wendy. And I do agree, and I think so. And Wendy said it herself. She, whatever she did in her career for school, she did for her parents. Mm-hmm. Now this is a platform she wants to explore and figure out who Wendy Osefo, Dr. Wendy Osefo is. And she's doing it on camera. And I think people are like, well, she was candled this season, and she's a restaurant with Peter, and now it's this. So I think people, are viewers are frustrated. But at the same time, we've watched... Uh, Everybody else go through uh, Robin with hats and a real. So it wasn't she, a real. I'm sorry. She was going to buy a truck. A couple. She was going to get into yeah. trucking a couple seasons home, ago. No home renovations. Remember yes. the home when Giselle acted a fool. Then yep. it was hats and then it was something else. The tractor trailer. Did you remember when they can, went to do that? Yeah. So everybody else can explore. So it's like people got to. It's like okay, yes, that's true about Wendy, but. Robin been here longer, and Robin been jumping occupations every other season, but no one says anything. Yeah. No one. No one. Not, and yeah. it's interesting how the consensus that I'm hearing, and I'm just going to be honest, and the different parts of social media that I'm in, even with the mm-hmm. different podcasters that I've listened to, varying um, shades of color uh, from white mm-hmm. people to black people, what mm-hmm. I hear when they talk about Giselle and Ashley mm-hmm. is they're so pretty. Candace's mouth yeah. is so reckless. Wendy doesn't, Wendy doesn't talk about her degrees anymore. Wendy doesn't know who she yeah. is. And I think it's interesting that the discussion about two, maybe three Robin, those people are that they're just so pretty. And I remember that well, I'm talking yeah. to someone and they were like, I forget all the stuff that Ashley has done. Cause she's just so pretty. Yeah, but we always I always say people see humanity in things that are like them visually. Oh, that's true. You do say, yeah, you're right. Yeah, I said that. I think that was our first, my first um appearance on the show. Yep. I said people, I understand why they align with them. Uh, yeah. You know, just by default because uh, sight unseen, they're closer to to whiteness and Caucasian people than they are black. That's just. That's reality. Yeah, yeah, that's I'm reality. Even, I'm, I'm not even about to play that. I have people in my family, so it's like, I'm not even about to play these games with, with these audience people and be like, no, 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 I'm not, I'm not. But have you noticed, there is a concerted effort to get Candace off. They are replaying that one clip. That one clip. She says, you sit there with your white-looking ass, but she does look white. 
we are not, it's like she's saying they keep replaying it as if Candace is lying, as if our eyes aren't, aren't showing us. Up. Yes. And Giselle said it herself in season one. Like, yes, she did. And she even said her children thought she was white. She again, I'm gonna say it again for anybody yeah. that has heard it. Great, you know, y'all know. I, I it's, but when something resonates with me, when they were on their podcast months ago with Carlos King and she said mm-hmm. Potomac was successful. She thought because the world hadn't seen light skin, green eye bandits. So she puts currency on her skin. Portia, when they were on the girls trip, said the same thing Candace said, but differently. They were getting ready to go into, they were, she said something about being in a hot tub all night long, Giselle. And Portia was like the white girl. And you were, oh, you a white black girl. She said that to her. And going back to what you said, where Giselle and her kids thought she was white. I thought I was white. I asked my mom, I think I was maybe four or five. Wow. My mom was broken. I asked, I was like, am I white? She's like, no. It's like, you're black. Because it's like, kids see a color difference. Yes, yes. And, you know, I was raised with her. And now, of course, I'm, I knew my dad, family, and all that stuff. But it was like, I was with her. And I looked at them. And I was like, well, wait, what? Like, right. So she told me. So yeah, kids, race is a visual language. Mm. Feature phenotype is a visual language. People, society treats you how they view you. Mm. Wow. Society treats you how they view you. I agree. So I'm not going to sit here and say and kind of like play laxy daisy with information and facts. Oh, no, I don't benefit. I've never. No, like, come on. It's like, hello, come on. I'm going to play. So it's like, when I look at them and feign ignorance, it's like, you have got to be kidding me. Mm-hmm. They know this, but it's the ego. And if Giselle admits it, Candace, she said in her mind, Candace will win. Yes, yes. And even Candace doing her interview with Angela Yee saying, I'm willing to have a conversation and move forward. That is what it's. Although some of us may not want it or so let's be honest for the Mm -hmm. good of the show, it's needed. And that is a mature way of thinking. Like you said, Giselle to me has a school days mindset where she thinks she's the head uh, HBIC on the yard of the, uh, you know, uh, in charge of the sorority hazing the girls. I remember her best friend in real life, Erica Lyle said when Mm -hmm. she first met Giselle, she, she showed up to Giselle's apartment. I think she was pledging and Giselle slammed the door in her face. She said Giselle was mean. Her kids have Mm -hmm. said that. I do believe that when you look at the history of the show, Robin and Giselle, yes, they were friends. They weren't as good of friends before the show as they are now, but they ran in the Mm -hmm. same circles. But they clicked right back up. Giselle knew Karen. They clicked back up. Ashley gave them hell. And then what did she do? She ended up acquiescing. Monique was coming for them. But then what did she end up Mm -hmm. doing? Acquiescing. Mia. You want to go to lunch with me? I'll put you in touch with my assistant. But what happened? She ended up acquiescing. Wendy Mm -hmm. and Candace have not acquiesced. Whether you like them or not, when you look at the show's format, Giselle hasn't been able to haze them. Remember the season? It was, they were doing, um, what is it that the after show? And Uh Giselle says, I saw Candace's mom. And she mm-hmm. said she still wants me to pay for her a house. And her and Robin, literally, you can hear it. They were going, they were laughing at it. So Candace then tweets, you and your $900,000 teardown. Worry about that. Mm-hmm. The next season starts off with what? 
Giselle having a sit down with Candace and wanting an apology. But did you apologize for either because from what Miss Dorothy says, she didn't say that. So mm -hmm. for lying or for even bringing that to the after show? Yeah. No. And I just think <clears throat> it's to for Giselle to expect that she's running the yard. I mean, I, it, it, it just it annoys me that as soon as somebody comes back at her with a little more mm -hmm. than she can give. Now, all of a sudden, they're enemy number one. And let me say this. The way when she said, um, I think it was uh, she was talking to NECA. And she said, those girls, or oh, you're going with those girls? She, mm. Okay, I'm going to say this. When I look at her and when she's interacting or, you know, ignoring Wendy or Candace, or the fact that she's taken such a stance with their reaction to her, mm. they never started. It's almost as if, like, how dare these brown women, you know, give me the energy, but even though I gave them the energy they have every right to, but how dare they? Because when you notice, when you uh, name those women who folded and joined the clique, Mia is the only person she's ever apologized to. Yes. Ever, 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 ever. And I told you, I said, because she sees herself in Mia. Mm. Mia is a light-skinned woman. You are so right. Mia is the only person that she apologized Ooh. to. And then she apologized and then Mia acquiesced. And remember when they were having a sleepover at Candace's townhouse and she was in her Versucci robe because it was not either Ooh. one. And she was like, don't you ever do that again. But then again, she still apologized. They still apologized Ooh. to Mia at that. Ooh. I just, and to me, and everybody's different. I don't get offended. And I know you don't either. We don't get mm -hmm. offended by jonesing or the insults people use words i i know i've used words and could use words and have to be like so i don't get offended yeah. by the comeback i mean by the i don't get offended by somebody going after somebody and by the person's response i just said you can't dictate someone's response to you but i, I i'm looking and i guess there's no way to quantify it because it's all on how the person feels so if i came at you one way and let's say richie came at you one way and rodney came at you one way and brooke you may only get offended by what i say and people may yeah. say that wasn't as harsh, but so I guess we can't quantify it that way. But at the same time, Karen said you had a hot box, mm -hmm. had to check yourself into Sing Sing. And allegedly, in those divorces, mm -hmm. uh, Giselle had checked herself into a mental, um, almost mm -hmm. like a, a rejuvenation type place when she found out that Jamal, again, allegedly had cheated on her, which is why her dad did not come to the wedding. So it's like she's using your real tea. Because Karen even, and what, what confirmed it for me was when Karen was on Watch What Happens Live and Andy said something about, brought it up, the sing sing. She mm -hmm. said, he said, that's jail. She goes, oh, I thought it was a mental. Mm -hmm. and yeah. So and she can play into that. She yeah. can play, it, it's, I swear, back to visual language. She can play into the, oh, oh, I thought, mm. she can play into it. You're right. You know, I, I Candace can't, a Wendy can't. Yeah. You know, Karen has, along with her, that, you know, Grandin moniker and the whimsy that Mia has kind of taken on as well. Mm -hmm. She can, every, everyone knew what Karen meant. But yes. Karen knew she, she didn't want to go, she didn't want to respectfully go that deep into it and get yeah. dark. Yeah. So I understand that. So again, Karen can play up. Certain women are allowed. 
to play up things or play down their intelligence. We know that. I don't even got to go. We know that. I'm mm -hmm. going to turn this to a sociology class. Yes. We know that. You know, while others, they can't. They get the, well, why did it? It's like, that's not fair. And I do feel, I don't know, it's like the tide is turning with Candace. I've noticed with a lot of people where it's like, why are you still wanting to be their friend or yeah. they're treating you like that? And I'm like, I get it. It's a cute check. It's a platform. Yeah. Yes, you have a career, a singing career. You have, you know, shows on Bravo. Bravo, no, Bravo. BT, BT plus. plus, yeah. Yes, yes, shows on there. I get it, I get it, but it's like a hostile work environment. Th yes, and that's when someone is icing you out, you can feel it. And again, there's yeah. other instances on the show of this happening. I keep going back to season five when they were <laughs> Ashley Sippency and Monique said Candace needs to be on ice and they were going to ice her out i mean think yeah. about the hot mic and rodney just brought this up and i remember the beginning of season five and the whole thing when i was okay. telling people y'all are literally overlooking that it was a plot that monique was in on when the hot mic caught monique and candace talking and can't and monique says i had to i had to and candace was like if you didn't want her there you could have just told me that and she's like i had mm -hmm. to i'll talk to you about it later so it's like we mm -hmm. know that there has been Plotation after plotation. And it's interesting mm -hmm. that people, I noticed that people will say with Wendy, um, that's what you get for siding with the green-eyed bandits during the fight. I think she sided with her friend. She came in through Candace. Yeah. If you brought me into a show and you got into a tussle, I'm siding with you. Yeah. It's funny. I'm so glad you brought that up and Rodney brought it up too because people seem to think the season opener in the season five was the barn episode. <laughs> it's like they yes. forgot everything <laughs> that was before. Like, you know, there was like eight, nine episodes before the barn episode. And I think, you know, Monique wanted to be in the fold and her Hazelie, aka Light Eyes, gave her some cachet with the Green Eye Bandits and with her features slender. What? I have to say this. Remember when her and Giselle had kind of got mm -hmm. into it and Giselle and her 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 skin color hue and her eyes said I want to pluck mm -hmm. those fake contacts out of her eyes. Ooh. Why would they were I think they were going up the they were at an event. I don't know if it was Katie's event and there was uh -huh. a staircase and Giselle said something about Monique's contacts or her her contacts. Now why would you assume that they were contacts? Because she was a brown mm -hmm. skin girl. Because my husband yeah. has the same color eyes. So that's why I'm like yeah. and I know yeah. that people that's would have exactly she, she's telling herself. Yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, because even though on the spectrum, Monique benefits because of the eyes and her features, she's slender. Mm -hmm. So she she benefits from uh, like featureism. You know, she she falls. She's the on a pretty black place. girl, basically. Yes, that's yes, good. and that's yeah. And so it's like she, and I think that's why she thought she had way more cachet with Giselle than she thought she did. And I forgot about that comment, but mm -hmm. I I do remember she did say that. Isn't that crazy? It's, it's like, I think other black people, if you're paying attention, you yeah. pick up on that stuff. There's a reason why people think that people, my hue or darker, if mm -hmm. we have light eyes, that they're contacts. There's a reason. I remember mm -hmm. when I was pregnant with my son and people saying, oh, I hope he has your husband's eyes because they're like honey colored wow. eyes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
It's, it's my husband, his two brothers have them, and then his younger sister has, and then his other two sisters Ooh. have brown eyes. But it was, and I remember growing up, I remember telling my mom, I wish that my eyes were different. They were just basic. And she said, your eyes are beautiful. You have eyes that look just like mine. They're shaped like mine. And Ooh. I never forgot that. I was like, I like my brown eyes. Speaking of Monique, and I will say, Monique, Ooh. well, I, I want you to get into it. Um, Y'all, yeah. uh, Carlos has a way, a solution yeah. for Potomac. Yeah. And I'm going to tell y'all, when he first told me my butt clenched, and then I had to be like... So, <laughs> I am not doing it with you today. <laughs> My cheeks are like this, and I was like, "Unclench your jaw and unclench your cheeks, and listen to what this man is saying." So, okay, let us know how we can fix Potomac. <laughs> okay, I don't know how I came. Oh, it was something that happened, of course, on Potomac, and I was talking to you and my buddy Chris. And I think Rotten needs a voice as well. And I said, you know what? A lot of darkness is going on. People don't know if the show is coming or going, who's staying, who's going. I think for the show itself to move on and for the audience to see the cast move on, I think Andy, somebody at NBC Universal, needs to call Monique Samuels. Have Monique come on the show, not back on the cast, God almighty, because I keep seeing those tweets. Come on the show. Her and Candace do a sit down, hash it out. They each say their piece, walk off, walk away. And I think if they verbally say we're closing this, we're closing this chapter, and the audience sees it, the audience can move on with it because season five has not left. That energy has not left. You're right. It's been dark. And what, what did I say the last time <laughs> when the trailer came out? I'm like it's darkness. That little that that three yeah. company coming knock on my door. I wasn't here for it. No, I, I said, oh, this is darkness. It's darkness. It's, it's darkness. And what happened? <laughs> what happened? You're right. You're right. Yeah. I said, oh no, you can't fool you're, me. Yeah, you're right. It's 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 a it's a a different type of energy. It's not that fun. Yeah. Um, there's Ooh. the clown with Karen and Giselle. You know, it's not that fun type yeah. energy and it's-, no, it's not and uh, honestly people forget that you know right before it premiered i think bryce sander et he interviewed candace and candace out her mouth said this is worse than season five yes i was like i was like i was the only one that saw that so when she said that i said for her to say that and she got into a physical fight right i said oh okay here we go okay. and as you know sometimes emotional abuse or hostile work environment, that weighs heavy on you worse than a physical fight. Because you internalize that you're like, damn, like these people really hate me. Like that's not fun. I don't care no. how much money you're making. That's not fun. And I think I can even see because it, this, it, in spite of how I felt about Monique and it had nothing to do with the fight, it was when she first came on, just feelings that I had. But I will say this, mm -hmm. when they had that sit down with her, I absolutely hated it. I'm like, you don't do this in front of an audience that doesn't look like you. Because even though I wasn't in this space, I was in the yeah. world and there were white people talking about Potomac. Um, mm -hmm. Rachel Lindsay, when she was on here, she said she moderated the Potomac panel and all you saw yeah. in the audience were white faces. That's the that could be, you know, because the, but honestly, yeah. So when, that's when, a, that's a huge 
Yeah. So they have this conversation in front of an audience that doesn't look like them. I didn't agree with the conversation anyway, because to put being a black woman and how we carry ourselves on the weight of one black woman's shoulders. But I believe from then on what you're saying about the hostile work environment that Candace is facing now, I believe Monique had to deal with that as well, not just icing her out, but you're putting the onus of black representation on the show. And to me, when I talk about what's wrong with fighting, even though, of course, I know we're not going to hear. I would rather. I mean, people fist fighting is one thing, but when you're talking about your husband made me go into a room, there's rumors of your husband cheating, calling Chris big boy when he's expressed to you that he didn't like that. And normally black men may call each other that, but, to me, when I hear boy, I know what I automatically think of. So it's like to I and also I've I've expressed she had a sit down with the woman who she know couldn't stand her and was talking about all to get back at Candace to get on the good foot, as Nikki said, get on your good <laughs> foot to get on your good yeah. foot with them. But also. And I was talking to DJ Richie about this because he's good friends with her. I started note. I started thinking about it from her perspective. No, I don't agree with how she handled Candace in terms of siding with them because that was the majority. But she wanted to keep. Let's be honest. Michelle, she liked about Monique yeah. like being on the show. However, looking at Garcelle, I mean, looking at Giselle, thinking she holds the power. Monique was not going to go. Monique is not a Candace. So she wasn't going to go back and forth with her. And even Candace and all her back and forth is still willing mm-hmm. to have a conversation. Monique wasn't going to do that. And she wanted to keep yeah. her job. So I yeah. understood, like looking back now, I understood that. While at the same time, her clearly pointing out to Wendy, you're next. Yeah. And look what happened. It's almost eerie how on the nose Monique was. Mm-hmm. And I'm still waiting for the footage of Giselle spazzing out on season five reunion. Because Monique said air. it? Wendy said it? Yeah. yeah. Do you it's remember? Go back and watch the reunion before the binder. Mm-hmm. And then look at after. Oh, she looked different. Oh, yeah, yeah. She looks so different. And I remember giving mm-hmm. her props like, that's right, Giselle. Don't respond. Let it go. And it was mm-hmm. like. Mm-hmm. Oh, but I believe it. Do you remember at BravoCon last year when they aired Watch What Happens Live? Andy then mm-hmm. went on his radio show and said in real time, because it was the Watch What Happens Live live um, at the BravoCon. Again, not this past year, but last year, he made a, a joke about the set and about Giselle's outfit. And she, uh-huh. he said she yeah. caught him going off. And so they cut it from the televised version. Because they want, they are, Bravo protects their people. Yeah. You know, the ones they value. Yes. They're A, they're a people, they're A-list, they're, they're MVPs. Yes. You know, the Kyles, um, the Kyles, the Giselle. Yeah. You know, I can't say anyone else. Me right neither. Now. Me neither. You know what I mean? Don't need to say Starless. It's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> it's, 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 you know, in the running, you know, a Dr. Nicole, but. When it comes to who they see as the the marquee sign on a Potomac of Beverly Hills, it's you know. oh Teresa, oh my God, Teresa. oh yeah, Ter- oh yeah, of course, yeah, yeah. yeah I just yeah. as much as I don't care for Giselle and Robin and their actions, like you said, I agree 
The audience mm-hmm. needs to see them moving forward. And I would almost be okay. Oh, I can't believe I'm saying this. Ooh. Oh, right. <laughs> if they had an act, a real sit down and a real we're moving on and she came back on the show and was her real self because I always felt like she played up for the oh. uh, cameras and stuff like, like she played up that, you know, I can't, I can't believe I live, you know, on the same street as the, the uh, Redskins owner or something like that. But mm. I do believe if she was her authentic Jersey self, she was only 40 minutes from where she grew up 40 minutes from where uh, I was. And I know someone who worked closely with people who know her and went to like high school with her and they were watching mm-hmm. the show like, But if her and Candace and Mm -hmm. Wendy, and then of course Karen, um, if they could, and I hate to say it like because it sounds like a plotation, uh, in the words of Richie, to like not necessarily take Giselle down, but keep your foot on their neck. Like everybody have fun, get love, but when Giselle comes with something, y'all come right back with, with no fear of losing your job. I think she wouldn't be able to take it. I don't think she would. She, she couldn't take it. She would leave. Well, yeah, because well, yeah, I mean, Giselle would leave. Giselle would leave. She's now talking about she can't be around Wendy and Candace for her safety. The, you are the most unsafe yeah. one on that cast. You know, it's giving very these brown girls, these brown women. I don't feel safe. I don't. I can't trust their actions. Uh, those people. I said, oh, work. She is telling us. Yes, <laughs> yes. It's like catching all the, like, what? Oh, okay. This is what we do. Oh, okay. Yeah. For okay. your safety. You can't, and y'all, let's be clear. We know where the word Karen originated from and who we normally would depict, but there are black ones too. <laughs> and when you think of the, the phrase, those people. I know what I think. I, I predict at the reunion, you know, Andy gets his card. Uh, for Giselle, John Q. Public from Idaho wants to know, what did you mean when you said those people? Oh, I was just, no, we're not, we're, it's like, and that's where she gets to like rest in, you know, the aesthetics and stuff. I'm like, oh, well, I just, they're people, right? Like, girl, we know what you mean because you have benefited from the very things that you're visually closest to. We're not going to play these games. Yes. And also, yeah. someone was like, what do you... I, so I saw com, a, com, a commentary back and forth about Giselle, mm-hmm. and Giselle mm-hmm. um, doesn't hold back pieces of her life. She, I said, we watched last season, Andy said, talk about the surgery and the fibroids, and she, what did she say? We'll talk about that later. Told her boss, and he said, no, we'll talk about it now. Uh, and we also know she doesn't perform at reunions. So she may be mm-hmm. in professionals or what have you, but she's not, she doesn't have, to me, it's the aesthetic. Like you said, yes, yeah, she can be funny, get yeah. off a couple of one-liners. But when, when you think about the things she has said, and then I look at how mm-hmm. people say Candace, Can- Candace doesn't take accountability. And I'll never forget the first time I heard someone say this was Rodney. He said, Candace does take accountability. She sat at that reunion last season when Giselle tried to give her a pass and say, you're not, you're not there. And she said, I'm very well aware of what I'm saying to you. I'm taking accountability for the things I say. I'm not apologizing. Accountability and apologizing 
are two different things. I can stand yeah. on business and say, this is what I said. And I meant yeah. every word versus me saying me doing something to you. And I'm like, you know what? I'm genuinely sorry. I'm not star sorry for defending myself. Yeah. And it's almost as if her lack of reaction is she's almost like, yeah, I hate the term gaslighting, but she's, uh, it's almost like Candace wants, she, she wants to make Candace question herself like, wait, yeah, yeah. Because Giselle just sits there. <laughs> she gives nothing, nothing reunion after reunion. And from what everyone tells us, the reunions are the do or die. You got to perform. Yeah. You got to hustle for you. Hustle for your check. Yeah. So she gets to sit there and just arm, you know, uh, rest on the on the couch and look cute, cute quote unquote cute, you know, uh, you know, and just do nothing. Do nothing. What, what can somebody pull me a top three, not even five, top three reunion moments from Giselle? That's not bonding related because that's Monique. Yeah. <laughs> no one, no one, no one, no, you can't even, no one can even tell me three reunion moments. Right. From Giselle. Three. But yet she gets to just glide by. But this is what, this is the monster that they created. Yeah. They created Mimi Leak the last couple of years when she came yes. back and she gave her ass a kiss. They create these monsters. I don't think, especially with, uh, what reality reckoning? I don't think they're making that mistake again. I just don't see it. I just don't okay. see them creating creating these stars like that because it, once you pump all of that energy and force behind them, they can turn on you and be another best friend. Frankel. Yes, we can leave you alone. You know, hate and true. Yeah. So I again, Giselle's not going nowhere. She's not. She'll she'll be gone when she wants to leave. Could you see, would you want to see a Giselle? Or what would you want to see more? Giselle uh, without a Robin or Robin without a Giselle? Oh. Uh, oh, my goodness. My first instinct is to say Giselle without Robin. Okay. <laughs> because she, she'll be running scared on that show. I think if Robin leaves, she will fight tooth and nail to have Sharice even as a friend, there every outing, every scene, she will have her truth. She will fight to keep Neko on, and she will fight to have Sharice come back. I she think needs she needs that armor. She needs and she and Sharice, she needs she wants the platform. You know? Yes, she does. She, she, yeah. So trust me, if Robin gone, and Neka might stay, but for damn sure, Sharice, it will be there. So yeah. Do you remember when Candace first came on and we were saying Sharice a lot in the beginning and Sharice was doing what she didn't normally do and was really coming for Candace, mm -hmm. like, oh, who did your mother pay for your ring? All this stuff. I heard Candace say that she was basically competing for a spot with another. It was between her and another housewife um, for that mm -hmm. spot. And she ended up getting the spot. But I met someone who was friends uh, with one of the ladies, I'll just give you a hint. Um, fisticuffs, she's no longer there. Um, beautiful, okay. beautiful down, Monique face. Woof, beautiful mm -hmm. down. Um, and that that's one thing I did appreciate. That I, I will say this. She showed hairstyles that black women wore from braids to oh. love. She wore a head oh. wrap. She wore a wrap. I appreciated her showing 
like black women and what we what we look like with our raps and our this and our that i appreciated that like she so i knew someone who was friends with right and that's another thing that rodney has said y'all go up for giselle but really it was monique and we know why anyway them down yeah gorgeous yeah gorgeous anyway so they the uh, the friend of hers who wasn't on the show said that there was discussions um amongst the cast that we're going to get rid of this new girl to get Sharice back so remember Giselle had an issue with Candace apologize to my friend and Candace was like no like basically and they were going back and forth it was a concerted effort even she Candace has been fighting since she was on the show and I I will say this I wasn't always a Candace fan and then I said to myself one day why don't you like her and Mm -hmm. I said oh it's because she's going against two people that you like but those are the ones mainly Giselle I said but they're the ones that are picking with her like I came to like just because we always you know we like who we like we draw but I try to be unbiased, at least watching or whatever. It doesn't all, you know, not always successful. But I remember watching the way they came at her and I, I had to go back to the lessons. And I've said this before. I taught my kids, you can't throw a pebble at somebody and get mad because they throw a grenade, a boulder back. You can't dictate someone's response. And I don't think that they were used to that. She came in like a wrecking ball. But I also think about the Candace that her first season Remember when they were all coming at Karen, even Monique, when they were in, where did they go? Paris or Spain? And they were going back and forth in that van. And even Mm -hmm. Monique was laughing at Karen. She didn't have Karen's back. Who spoke up? Candace. When they were, when Ashley was coming for, people forget Candace and Monique's friendship breakdown. It was because Ashley had sat up on Watch What Happens Live and said that Monique had a lot of drinks and basically was Mm -hmm. driving drunk. And mm-hmm. basically drove her car into that ditch. And Candace at that reunion had Monique's back. Ten, she was in that yellow dress, ten toes down, had Monique's back. Then we had the incident of Michael grabbing a cameraman's butt at Monique's house. Monique claimed the tapes weren't on, but all of a sudden, Ashley goes and sits down with Monique and wants to apologize. And Candace is like, girl, all this stuff she said about you and you're just going to let her back in. And Monique was like, stop acting childish. That was the breakdown. uh, Candace defending Monique to these people. It was a lot. Those, it was musical. It was musical chairs with their friendship. Yes. So I think a lot of people forget those details in that order. And in that order. (laughs) In that order. In that order. Okay, but people forget that, and you retelling this story, Ashley, Miss Ashley, she can go. She can go. She can go. She has no purpose on this show, and it's always funny how a certain sector of Bravo reviewers. (laughs) And, you know, YouTubers, and I'll throw in Carlos King, too. That's a little clip of him. They understand, and they see that Ashley has no purpose. Yeah. But on the other side, mm-hmm. she's fun. She's cute. She's so she's pretty. She's, she's cute. Honey, a lot of people are pretty. What's, what's next? Yeah. What's next? Yeah. 
Well, well she talked told Katie take uh fix the hole in your head yeah, split it hard and not between your legs and you don't think even to the current season, her being like giddy that she started this uh this like fiasco between Ineka and Wendy. Yes. She just like takes pleasure. She takes like it's almost to the point now when they're at the table and she's like, So Wendy. Oh, the car. It's like, well, are you going to go, Wendy, to her, to her home? It's like, girl, let the producer produce. Produce. Like, like, you don't need, just relax. And I think she needs, I don't know, she needs to sit out, but she has no story. Well, she has a story, but she's not telling us. Right. Story. She can go. Right. She can go. This whole, like, we have four OGs still on the show, the longest running. Okay, well, now some can break up. I, I feel like Candace, she, her and her breast milk came all the way down there last season to get some stuff started. And and I think that's what annoys me because it never comes off like, at least when you're producing, it needs to come off like it's genuine interest. I think Candace actually yeah. does a really good job of introducing subjects sometimes. Yeah. You run on the trip, you drive down, talk to Wendy about her insecurities because it could go back to Eddie cheating on her. And and we see Giselle bring it up on camera twice. Yeah. So Ashley can do her dirty work. And then she goes on. I just, it's just interesting to me what, and again, it goes back to what offends you and what doesn't. Like I think about the times, mm -hmm. you know, people say Giselle goes after people's marriages and I hear people say she doesn't. She screamed in a lobby to Karen your husband wants to what lick Erica Lyatt wants to spend the night okay, with her best friend. Do you like saying that kind of stuff, no matter how strong your institution yeah. is, it would be like, but I do believe, I do believe that of mm -hmm. all of the, that Giselle, well, we've seen it, but that she lies. And there was a producer who was on the Bravo daily dish a couple years ago. I think his name was Kamal Bell. I could have the name wrong. Mm -hmm. And they asked him who would he call, who would he hang out for this? Like if he wanted to smoke cigars, he would hang out with Monique. If he wanted to get the gossip, he would like he's he was saying Giselle was fun. He was like, but she's wrong on the story. She'll call me up and say, This, this, this didn't happen. And he'll be like, Giselle, that's not true. And she's like, Oh, okay, bye. To me, that kind of person is dangerous, adding sauce yeah. moments to things. And I guess I'm just yeah. tired of watching her. Yes, yeah, she doesn't take part on social media. She doesn't have to. Like, even remember when the Housewives used to tweet with you that night? Yeah. I get it. Yeah. But I don't want to see her driving up to her job, punching her time clock, doing yeah. what she does and leaving. Be a part yeah. of it. That's that's what's yeah. annoying to me. And you know what's so funny? You know, she she always says, oh, I don't do social media. Blah, blah. I, I get it. But yet you have a podcast. Where you, you get. of the social sphere. We're not. Yeah. Where do you get the headlines yeah. and stuff that you bring onto the show to talk about people's husbands? Wendy's yeah. at that rumor about that? in the blog. Yeah. Even the Candace, the lady with, with, with yes. the um, on IG or Twitter. Where's she get it from? You know, she, right. she's on there, trust me. She, I, she wants to seem so above everything. And I think that's her issue. Right. You know? And, and go ahead. I just want to say this about the Robin thing. And Candace, real quick. I get it. Candace was her, did interviews, said how she felt. And Robin's like, girl, now you want to be my friend? No, that's your right. But I I, it, I really started thinking about this yesterday. Mm -hmm. Robin, you're so hurt that Candace was saying all these things, knowing that you would hear them. Last season, 
you pulled out a Bluetooth speaker, played a part of Candace's live because you wanted the ladies to hear the bad things that your friends were saying about y'all when your friends spoke highly of you and of Wendy. Where did you get that clip from? Which blogger? YouTuber, podcaster sent you that clip and you didn't do your due diligence. She wasn't even taught like, so to me, when I think about that, that part of me, like I was, again, I was saying, okay, Candace, you said the things you said, Robin has the right to not mess with you. But then I'm thinking back to what Robin, Robin doing that to Candace last year. And I'm like, actually, I don't even care now. And that, that just changed in a day for me. Like, girl, you set your friend up. Yeah. You wouldn't do that to Giselle if Giselle would you ain't played none of your podcast stuff. You know what I mean? But you did it to and that's why Candace was crying in that van on the way home. Can, oh, speaking of Candace crying, that scene when they were at that where were they? Austin, Austin that chicken, Houston. That was <laughs> and she was boohooing us. And as everyone is everyone's on the on the can agree to this. Where is this friendship? Where where is this friendship, this sisterhood? Because I promise you, we have never seen it. They don't show we it. Never on seen it. You were a friend to her. She wasn't a friend to you. And God knows when she was pumping Giselle, what you were saying or stuff about your. It's clear. Yeah. Candace put more into the friendship, and she thought it was more than what it was. Look at her, Chris. She used to go over. Uh, Giselle used to go over Chris and Candace's house out like off season and Chris oh, would cook wow. for her. <laughs> so then I think that's what made it doubly egregious to me for then you to turn around and, and instead of saying to me, Ooh. this wouldn't even have to be a storyline because it wasn't in blogs. Only the people that work at Bravo were there, yeah. but I was going to say she could have phrased it like, man, when Chris wanted to talk to me about Candace last season, we were in that room. We were in my room talking, chilling. We friends. But then I just thought about, Lord, what is the people going to say? Because I know how Jamal was. So I was like, we need to get up out of here. Even if she said it like that, I would understand. But a part of me wouldn't because that has no relevance to the show. It has nothing to do with the story. You bringing up that with Chris was for a story. And not it a was. And she thought Candace was just going to be like, I'm so sorry. I'm okay. And Candace was like, what you're not about to do is play with my marriage. She, she honestly... Played it all out in her head. So when they filmed that scene last season with Robin, and she said, well, he, he thought, you know, I may be with it. If I was a producer, I would have said, cut, hold on. Do you really, do you honestly really want to go this way, go this route? Because this is serious accusation. This is not, this is not a, you know, we got to make a show, so we premiere during sweets in November. This is very serious. Are you sure? Are you sure? You can't, you can't play with stuff like that. You no. cannot play. And now it's so out of control. She lost a plot. You know, it's like now she she has to stick with the story now. And get she the focus to. off of her. But then you say he made you. I said, when she said that, I said, well. Remember when we found out last year she lied? She was like, he asked me, could we go back to my room? And we find out it was her that suggested it. And I even thought about even further. She said when she was at that lunch with Robin, he asked me to go back to my room. And I'm thinking my glam is there. So I said, okay. But then I find out later that he had hugged Cal when he was leaving. So he knew Cal wasn't there. You're insinuating something. If I said me and Carlos were Ooh. out. He asked me to go back to my room. I'm thinking Corey's there. But then I found out 
that Carlos saw Corey leaving, people are automatically going to think you were trying to yeah. set something up. So she knew the words that she was using. She's hurting. She's hurting the show. None of the husbands want to film. Yes, that's the like, thing. None show, of them. Like group scenes. Like you literally. You. She's hurt the show, but yet she's the star. She's and, the, you know. And, and, I, and this is what they have. It's. I. I hope exactly. that for Potomac's sake, they get on the good foot. <laughs> get on we, a know, different track. I. I can't even imagine what their reunion going to look like. I, I can't. I, I, I can't. I can't. I, I honestly can't because it's like, what? I don't know. I, anyway. Yeah. Well, speaking of time. getting on the good foot, we, will, we have talked about and we will probably continue to talk about until a new season airs and we drag it or don't drag it. Monica Garcia Delgado Fowler. Darnell. Santos, Santos. Valderrama. Even, I mean, like, come on. I got her explanation. I understood it. I understood it. I do think, let me tell you something. Even without the reality of that was a good season. Okay. She, that was a great season. I think one of their best. Do you, do you agree? I agree. I agree. It it was like, mm -hmm. um, it reminded me a little bit of old Potomac, not in the way that it was as funny, but every time I watched, I felt like I was moving. Like the story kept moving. Yeah. That's how I felt. Yeah. I felt that it was almost reminiscent of old Potomac in that way. Like it kept moving. So yes, I, I agree. Yeah. And Angie grew on me. Me too. On these outfit, like it's a lot. And she, I got it. I got it. She will take it. When Carlos King was on the phone with two teas in a pot, and Angie was there, and he was telling her, mm -hmm. "I call you this, you blow it." She will take it. I have to give her credit. Yeah, and, and she, I think she now feels comfortable mm -hmm. in her space. Um, with that being said, I did think that Monica was going to return. Now she would. It's official. She's sitting out this season. I do think whoever they bring on and they're not bringing the heat or it's not giving what it's supposed to give, Monica may come back at the tail end of filming. I agree. Because it's, I mean, Salt Lake City is a small town. It's not Manhattan. It's not Miami. It's not like a major metropolis where you have all these people you can kind of pluck from, things going on. It's very insular. Yes. You know, so it's like you need a firecracker almost, you know? And I do think, I, I think Heather knew, I think production. Me too. You cannot, you cannot, okay, Jim Shaw gave them a cease and assist, a copy of a cease and assist, M. Fowler. I'm quite sure that Jen, because Heather knew, Heather said it out of her own mouth in part three, she said, when Andy said something, she said, oh, no, oh, but the original IG page. Yes. Oh, it got shut down. How did yep. China say, yeah, that was because of the... Uh, How did you know that? I mean, did she know beforehand? I mean, she could have learned later, but... I, and now it came out that Heather knew something at the beginning of filming. 
that came out. Yes, I think it was in that variety clip. She knew something. She had a clue something was going on. And see, remember the um, one of the other people that were supposed to be involved. His name starts with a K. Remember, he, I think you uh, might have sent it to me. I he released KO or yes. something. Yeah, he released all these texts between him. And Heather, and he was like, what, she was like, what do you need from me? Do you need, now maybe she could say, I didn't know Monica was involved, but it's like. And my thing is this, and that's another thing too. If your hairdresser was, was besties slash in cahoots with Monica, and they were doing all this stuff, even if Tanisha wasn't driving herself, she had all this information. And you set this lady step behind you, stood behind you, and was doing your hair. It's very intimate. That's very trusting. You probably told her things. You don't know if she told Monica. Like, how can Wait. you trust her? She still your hairdresser? No. She, oh, she, no she said that Tanisha oh. left on her own. Oh, okay. Because mm, okay. <laughs> mm -hmm. oh, oh. I was thinking, ain't that much bumper curl, hair extension. Root, uh, root touching up in the world for me to still have the person doing my hair who was in cahoots with old gal. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Like you said, I, touching I your shocked. hair. My grandma, yeah. when I was growing up and my hair was really long, people would touch in it, even like in high school and stuff. And my mom, my, my, yeah. it was like thick. And oh, your hair's so thick. My grandma seen it one time and said, don't you let nobody touch your hair because they can have bad feet, you know, like old school South, mm -hmm. black mama, mm -hmm. grandma. Don't you let nobody, you don't let people just touch your hair. They can yeah. have bad feelings, bad thoughts, and it translates. And I remember that stuck with me. Like, you don't just let people. So you got this woman in my mind, I'm thinking like, like how she had conversations about Heather. Or like you said, even if she didn't repeat anything about Heather, did she repeat something that Heather may have said about Jen with one of the other ladies? And this whole time she was like, you were, she was doing your hair and she knew all this stuff about what Monica was doing. You're in my house. It's not even like I'm coming to your yes. shop. Yes. And when Heather's asked about Tanisha, she was on Watch What Happens and she was on something else. She's like, oh, yeah. Like you could hear in her body language and how she answers the question. She still has a fondness for it. They're probably yes. friends. Yeah. So I wouldn't be surprised if Tanisha popped back up to do a little bump, do a little curl, do a little root touch up. Or if I, Heather is lying. Me, I, you think mm. maybe Heather might be lying because she said, I was just a side gig for Tanisha. Yeah, that was so weird. Like, I was like, why'd you say that? Like, Because huh? like, if she's like, so, yeah. So weird she said that. So weird that she said that. I caught that. Like, when people say things and something just seems out of order, like, just randomly dropped because sometimes people if you let them keep talking long enough they'll trip themselves up yeah. they'll say something contradictory what i wanted monica to do was to mm. not be so caught in lies like or like the semantics of it all like mm -hmm. you drove by jen charles house but i didn't drive by y'all's houses but we see the messages of you saying send me heather's address yeah. like girl we yeah. know what your intentions were yeah. just be I honest at this point yeah, I do think by part three, she was, like, defeated. She, she was, you could see it. She didn't even really toast. Like. Yeah. And honestly, uh, I forgot Whitney was there. Yes. I forgot Rumors and the Husbands was there. They just sat there and just, like. And it, that's how I like Whitney the most. Oh, you were here? Because. 
My bad. Let's say something. Her saving grace was her conversation with Mary. That was me too. And, and that it goes back to what I told you a few podcasts ago, where I said I love Mary because she does. She's gonna say how she feels, and she doesn't let those white women punk her. Because Mary said, "I had this. I had all this. I, I had, had all, yeah, this. yeah." She said before we started, <laughs> "You got your house too." Yeah. And like, she. <laughs> Let's be very clear. Yep, she's right. And I'm glad she addressed the um, the race component. And I think maybe they delved deeper into it because none of the women were, were she didn't feel safe around any of them. And with Whitney, if they had a given context to that, I, I didn't think about mm-hmm. it until I think it was Cara Berry from Everyone's Business But Mine. I was listening to her podcast and she reminded me, look, I'm saying she reminded me like she was talking to just me. I feel like she's always talking to me. But she said she wished they had given the full context. Mary said, this tells me she's racist because the picture of Jenny and that's what she was responding to. This woman Mm -hmm. has spewed anti-black rhetoric. We, we, it's when I first saw her interaction with Mary, Again, I, I was like, oh, I know what I see. Because when you've experienced it and you see it. So now it's been confirmed. And now you're at your event. I get it. It's your event. But it's like, even if she had taken the picture and her response was different, it was like, mm-hmm. I was at my, I was at a work event. I wasn't going to cause a scene. But F y'all, you know, basically y'all are stupid for thinking this. Instead of being like, mm-hmm. I understand how you guys feel. This is my perspective. So that's why Mary tweeted what she said that context was lost i i do i started thinking because when i want to get on mary like you know me and brooke talked about it and there's a lot of things that i i don't agree with 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 what mary does however then i do go back to i remember being growing up and then your family's black your church family's black you have black friends but where you spend a lot of your day Mm -hmm. i was at a school from from elementary to middle school and middle school until I got to high school with majority white people. And okay. so I can imagine how Mary felt in this all white space in Utah. Lisa, look at Lisa defending. Oh, well, so-and-so wow. is a Mormon. He's black girl. Okay. Oh, so you're one of those. I have a black friend. So like, I can imagine how Mary felt uncomfortable. And even as a 46 year old adult, sometimes when you're the only, I don't feel, unco- I don't feel scared or uncomfortable, but it's yeah. like visually I noticed like, here we go. Ain't nobody yeah. else like me. You know what I mean? So it's like yeah. when you go into certain spaces. So it, it, I just think about that sometimes. Like maybe that's why she is always on the defense. Mm-hmm. So she's going yeah. into this and that is why I will always see it from <laughs> Meredith because Meredith had yeah. her back and from what I have heard allegedly Mary expressed to Meredith what she felt and mm-hmm. Meredith was like I got like I'm with you you don't need like I, I may not see yeah. it but because I'm not you yeah. I'm going to support you yeah. and so she had her back and I appreciate. And I think that. I heard that uh, Brooks likes Mary a lot too. Yeah, I think that has a lot to do with it. Um, but yeah, Lisa making that remark, it turned so many people off. Ooh. I was like, I knew it. 
Well, I mean, thank you, Carl. There was something about her that I could just never get with, ever. Oh, Emily, it's like, why are you so, why are you so, why, what about her saying, can somebody ask me, and... I'm Mormon? Okay, oh, and? <laughs> like, for, for you to say that, can somebody ask me, but that lets me know how she sees herself. You have two women, mm -hmm. Whitney and Heather, that were born and raised in Utah, Mormon. You were not. And mm -hmm. they're answering the question. And that's not good enough because that because that hasn't been your experience because you haven't cared enough to research mm -hmm. it. So you say, can somebody ask me? And what I tell you is going to be the truth. I said the, when you said I knew it, it was like, boom, every, it clicked every feeling that I have felt about you, Lisa Barlow. I've never been a Barlett. I never we, saw it. We are never not Barletts. Never saw it. I'll be surprised if Mary comes back next season. They do really her her capacity. Because um, I saw if Monica would have came back, she would have came back, of course, through Mary. Okay. And then I would have saw a Mary Monica Whitney. Because Whitney seems the she seemed on, on stage as the one who would fold the first. The first one to fold. Yes. I do. I do Me think. too. And I do think Angie would have came into the mix, you know, but I don't know. Because I, I think now without Monica, Mary's only, like, I just don't see Mary coming back just for Meredith. Do you I mean, think Meredith that? Good... Go ahead. No, go ahead. I think Meredith do need scene partners because her scenes with Seth, a chop. Um, no one cares. <laughs> like, no one cares. No idea. Filming a podcast is not a scene. It's not. <laughs> you know? So if Mary comes back for capacity, I see it, but I don't know. I, I don't know. What about do you think it could be um, because she likes and I like Angie because she can take my I toughness? <laughs> I love it. I do it a word. I love it. I love it. Mary gets a kiki to me. Yeah, so I, I think, follow her on TikTok. Oh, go ahead. Oh, you follow her on TikTok? Oh, I need to follow. Yeah, she uh, and on Twitter, she posted a video of her hairstylist doing her hair, blowing her hair out, and you know she was, you know she looked, she was looking, playing some R and B song. I think Miss Mary. I think. And look, my initial reaction between you and I and all your podcasters. I said, you need to send a headdress with Beverly Hills and get out girl by self. <laughs> you know, I love, you know, I love myself down. Love her down to the oh, ground. Baby. baby. Love. I, I always give girl to her flowers. That lady's been on TV since the 90s. Love her down. But I said, Miss Man, can you send your headdress over to Beverly Hills, please? Hey, can you? Okay. Give Gar That's Garcelle, all. like, baby. Oh. Whenever, okay, when they were in, when they just got to Spain, are they Spain? Yeah, Barcelona, Spain. Mm -hmm. Spain. Or, yeah. Okay. And I saw her hairstylist, her makeup artist, and I said, I knew her good friend does her hair, but I love the red. A lot of people don't like the red on her. I like the red on her. I, I like I the red too. It. I don't mind it. I don't mind it. I just think that. You know, I don't like to see people come for her, like, oh my god, her outfit. I was like, okay, everyone's not you no know, like fashionista. That's not yeah. her role. She's an actress. But it's the to me the hair, and I like when she's the bone straight. Yes. Hair. You like that lady? Wait, is wait, wait! Look at your screen. It likes it too. Oh, Do you wow. see that? 
Yeah. How that happened? I don't know. You were like, I like the hair. And Beautiful. <laughs> Garcelle, you but said yeah. even Zoom is rooting for you. Yes, but yeah, I was like, she just, I just, it just needs to be more consistent with yeah. me. You know, cause I don't like people back, always dogpiling on her. I, I hate that. Yeah, me her. too. Yeah. You know. With Mary, do you think, uh -huh. because, you know, the way she was born and raised, and then of course, I feel like once she married her step grandfather, she probably felt even more isolated. She probably felt she had to do this for her mm -hmm. family. So now you, well, to keep the money. So now mm -hmm. she's on this show and she likes it and she mm -hmm. likes the fame. I feel like she, little by little, she's getting a little bit more. Mm -hmm comfortable like even those clips before the reunion that when i think when she was at kathy hilton's beverly hill party uh -huh. and she was just like mm -hmm. very coherent i think that little but i think sometimes yes. her awkwardness is because of her being unsure she's only yes. sure of herself when she's in the pool yeah but now i feel like she's becoming more self-assured and she just needs to kind of check you know maybe like she'll have to mm -hmm. learn how to give a little take a little like give a little take a little like angie the thing is, I felt her though because when she said Angie was eating and then touching her, my grandma would have been like, mm -mm, no, like, I, I, like older black women, you putting your putting your fingers in your mouth and then you touching me. But Angie was being so sweet, like accepting to Mary in that moment, yeah. right? So it's just funny. It's about learning each other and learning. But Mary yeah. should have been more like Mary could have been like, girl. You didn't put your fingers yeah. all in your mouth and now you touch it on, but that's not me. But I think that the more she, I feel like the more she's around these ladies, it all almost make her, not that she's not human, but like, we'll start to see different facets. Yeah. Of, you know, sure. and I, I want to see for them. Sure. Yeah. And I do think she is sensitive and her sensitivity comes from a place of uncertainty. Yes. Because when she got on Heather about talking about her house. Heather, Heather was just making fodder. For yeah. I didn't think, but, you know, it's just fodder. She didn't mean anything about it. And I understand. And I think once she gets more comfortable, then she'll be like, okay, you're just joking. You know? But I forgot she was at Kathy Hilton's party. I yes, you remember. And I think that the same way I said that people get accountability and apologizing mixed up, I think people say <laughs> they want honest, real, and authentic. But people mm -hmm. are like, I can't believe that Mary said yes, you know, when Heather asked her if she looked inbred, that was her thought, was she supposed to, I, I'm just saying, there's a lot of people that would have been like, no, but let's not forget Lisa Barlow said, made the same comment about Angie H and mm -hmm. Heather being related, like, oh, inbred cousins? Yeah. She said it too, but, she said know, it in a confessional, Mary said it, what, what Mary said it through a window, but then, and, and then when Heather asked her, she said, Yes. So I think that people can't take if they ask her something and she says it, it's like Bang they on. need Mary on their, they need that comic. You don't know what she's gonna say. That that humor and speaking of humor and off the wall and David, Kathy Hilton appearing at the reunion. So that's real? Because I didn't know if oh, that yeah. was real or oh, not. Oh yeah. She made appearance. She made appearance. I said something's going on. Something's going on. Kathy, Kathy has a lot of power. Has Kathy has? I was telling Rodney his live because he was he was uh, rehashing last week's BH with Brenna versus Kathy. Yes. And I said I do believe there's audio 
of what she said. Yeah. But they're not even as powerful as NBC Universal is as a network. They didn't want to play with her like that. No, no. <laughs> they didn't want to they play with her totally like that. And I, I'm going to figure out why this special appearance on BH reunion, maybe it's like a, a, a week, like maybe she'll come back or my sisters and I are repaired. Yes. Yada, but, you know. But it still would be weird being on this season. I know, but it's been a lot of talks um, via Kyle about her sister's relationships and her and Kim are good and her and Kathy aren't and vice versa and stuff. So It's always I'm Kyle getting into it with one of them. I know. I'm looking forward to it. I do miss, um, it was a trend on Twitter um, by Bravo. There was a post that won Bravo clip. Yes. And I posted the clip with Toothless Not Homeless and that scene where uh, Cassie leaned in Garcelle's ear. It's like, I'm going to call you tonight. Yeah. And Garcelle was, I mean, and Garcelle was so tickled. She was laughing. She's like, you better not call me. I'm not taking your call. Yep. That scene, yep. like, that scene was so funny to me and it's still funny. And yes, I do, Kath, I do think Kathy's put on a, a character like so many other women on these shows. They all, right. Her, she just chose humor and, you know, ditziness and it works. I, I, you know what? I agree. It, it, because it's like we know what we're watching. Yeah. So, so yeah. And, yeah. And it's, it's, I, I enjoyed her. Like, we needed, you know, some laughs. Um, people aren't, people are saying that this season be extremely good. I'm enjoying it. It's Me like, too. Can we have one season of just light? That's and a little bit of this, a little bit like everything that happens. It's like people with this, like, Royal Rumble mentality want to see. I think. So, DJ Richie Sky made a good point on one of, on um, uh -huh. one of his latest YouTube videos, and I was like, he's right. Us old school housewife people, right, yes. that were there since the beginning, we watch for a different reason than some of these newer people. Yes. We don't yes. always need to see fighting and drama, and it doesn't have to be a scandal it to be good we watch for the fabulosity the luxuriousness the the petty drama the petty fight yeah. somebody taking a bow i'm adding this somebody taking a bow off a of heather yeah, Name yeah. you know that's what we were yeah. watching for but there's a newer upsurge of housewives that are watching for something different and i was like oh that's a good point and even these new housewives that are coming on um, Erica De Niro, she made a good point. She said, stop hiring these fans who are trying to come on and make TV. Like, going after, like, uh, Anna Marie going after Sutton, it's like, oh, come on, it's course. lazy. Oh, it's lazy. It's, it's so lazy. lazy. It's like, Sutton. And she didn't even catch on. Kyle, like, ooh, Kyle set you up. Yeah. And it's funny, because you can tell she's a fan of Garcelle. You can tell. Yes. You can Tell, I can tell. I was like, you could tell who she likes, who she doesn't. It's like, okay, you don't watch the show. You know what I love? Well, speaking of watching the show, I mm. know. I think that's where she got that whole what she said. Crystal said, I think she got it from the show. The flash. I don't think she that to. for that. She had to. So, she had to. but what I loved, and I think the girls forget about Miss Garcelle, unless mm. unless we didn't see it. But when they were at the toothless, not homeless. Um, thing Miss Paula Abdul, Ooh. honey, made her way over to Garcelle. 
And I was like, the girls forget who Garcelle is. I think it's it's easy for them to do that initially because she came onto you know the ones who've been since yonder who depend on that for exposure. I'm like that lady has been in this game for a very long time. Yes. And after her first not her first I'd say her second season, but it really her popularity took off within the group and they understood her power when the whole uh Erica Jean Yes and, and Tommy and Tommy Two Guns took the money and ran. Not Tommy Kyle Kyle folded it was like, oh and her remember it her I think it was like the first episode and Kyle and Garcelle was like linking up and producing. I said Kyle ain't no dummy. Kyle is not a dummy. She said, Oh, oh, okay, let me let me simmer down and get with the get with the team. And, and she sat me, and ate her food when Garcelle was telling her how she felt. Uh-huh. Unlike Dorit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. So Dorit. Dorit, Dorit, Dorit. Dorit. That's all we can say. <laughs> That's all I can say. Because I do believe that PK set her up. Mm. Um, I, I think everybody believes. Uh, it's, I, do be, I do believe that she thinks she was wrong. Got I, you. I do, I do believe she thinks she was wrong. The other part is, you your husband did it. <laughs> 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 you got also money. Because have you noticed? Have you noticed? She's very dressed down this season. Yes. Her hair is darker. Yes. It's, I don't know if it's, it's, yeah, still, it's darker throughout this whole season. It's darker. Which means, yeah, it's darker, which means it's low maintenance. Yeah. Running to get touch ups. You're saving money. Yep. Her, like, her styling is more relaxed. Mm hmm. And people forget, and I forgot when their first couple of seasons, they just throw big events. Yes, they did. But that's the first thing I noticed. That's the wow. The three very dressed down. She didn't bring glam with her. The nope. First assistant. No the coins nothing. Where the coins had to be? Because they owe they owe the people. I like y'all mm-hmm. still owe the people. Yeah, and even she called uh, Crystal a child bride. I'm glad they got on her ass. I'm glad yeah. they got on her. When ass. Carl was mom. 19 when she got married, and not saying anything. My mom was 19, but I'm just saying, yeah. Crystal was 24. Kyle was mm-hmm. so if you're talking about what you said didn't even make sense. Number yeah, one. But, they, I, but we knew what she was. We knew what know. she meant. Yeah. Like yeah. I was like. It's weird how she tried to like downplay Crystal. Crystal had the what the top what, top two coconut water yes. brand in mm-hmm. the world, the country. Like And I just want to say this before we have to go. I want to say, and I want to get your um them all of a sudden saying, oh, Crystal has a voice. Oh, Crystal has a voice. I thought back to her first season when she actually mm-hmm. came in with a voice. But y'all all sided with the white woman Sutton and told her you're using the wrong word. Pick a different word. Yeah. That's not what happened. We're going to side with uh, Sutton. You're... So, of course, she kind of yeah. stepped back yeah. a little bit. But I'm glad that she's yeah. eating Dorit up in these Twitter streets. Bring that energy to the reunion. Crystal, when she said the yeah. steps of a successful map. And our website really works. Dorit can go. Yeah. I think she's fighting for a check. I think she, her and PK are fighting to keep these checks. 
But you notice her confession, she's really eating up Kyle on the low. Ooh. Now Kyle got her new piece. She don't need to read no more. And Kyle's been um, saying that Dorit is making their friendship out to be more than it was. I said, ooh, girl. Oh, oh yeah, I'll send did? you the article. Yes. Yes. Oh. Yes, oh. she did. She said, and the mm-hmm. flashbacks that there, she said, Dorit isn't one that I'd go work out with, that I'd go jogging with. Mind you, that's new to you. The, well, you've always worked out, but this this particular phase mm-hmm. is new. She said she's not like somebody I would call like if I was going through something. Yes. I said, well, when did that happen? Oh, you was close when you was when when you saw how close she was with Vanderpump. Kyle has a history of this. So I was like, oh, girl. Say that again. Life is tricky. (laughs) Hold on. Let me text myself that episode episode title. Life. Why is she sitting out on the couch on the end? Dorit. Isn't that the yeah? I think that's the picture they showed, right? Her her and Amber. I don't even I don't want to see her tear up and feign hurt over Garcelle and this ring thing. It's like girl, we not that don't that don't work anymore. Like the she didn't play all her cards. That doesn't work. No, no, it like come on. But the funny thing is, Kyle keeps bringing up the ring because you want people to talk about it. Oh, is this the ring my husband? Like come on. Like Zarek's issues is with the black woman and the Asian woman. Uh, yeah, like, and people keep missing that Dorit when Garcelle asked Dorit if people see if her kids see like brown and black people. She said, "My mom's best friend is black." And that's a damn lie. I'm proud of you. <laughs> I'm, I'm bad. Yeah. Somebody find Dorit's mama and ask her. Uh, what we go, what's going to happen when okay, Salt Lake's gone, Beverly Hills probably is over next month. You know, what shows? Oh, of course, we have Martha's Vineyard coming soon. It's no Vineyard. date yet. Vanderpump. We, oh, yeah, it comes on tonight. tonight. Okay. But I was thinking I'll the watch. same thing. I was like, we're heavy housewives, then what are we going to have in the next coming? Because OC just started filming. Goodbye. Atlanta. Normally, we'd be getting close up to like, well, Atlanta hasn't started yet. So, and no one believed me last season. I said they're going to take a pause. I said they're going to break. No one believed. I said like, I don't know why people get so in their feelings. It's like, no, you're going to come back. I said oh, okay. And where are we? Yeah, and you're. Emma, they took a pause. My, my contract. Nothing. Nobody. I still think they're going to do Miami style. They're going to keep. I feel, I feel like I have deja vu because my our last episode I talked about yep. it's going to be Candy, Kenya, Sheree. Everyone else knew. Wow. Yeah. You need those three. You yeah. need you need Kenya. Kenya do we need Sheree? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> we do. We, we need Sheree. Sheree's delusion. Okay. Not enough. You know. On another level. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we don't need her, but if you want to introduce a new sector of women, oh, yeah, we need Sheree. Oh, we need. She's going to give you all the, she's going to puff her chest up and, you know, she's going to get messy in the field with them. Yeah. Yeah. But no fans. You can't get no No fans. No fans. Yes. No fans. Oh, Dubai. Dubai's going to be coming back. Okay. (laughs) 
For those of y'all that can't, okay. for those of y'all that are listening by audio, jump over to YouTube for this moment so you can see Carlos's face and what he did when I said Dubai. Oh, oh, oh my God. That should have been, like, that show's like almost a year old now. Like, they wrapped a year ago. We saw the first episode at BravoCon. Like, I don't know and what's New happening. York, and New York isn't filming. I think they film starting soon in spring. Wow. I don't think Jen is coming back. Me neither. And I don't mind it because this whole, oh my God, me. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh my God, me. Yeah. Bye. Mm -mm. And she read it like post-season rap. She was reading it. Oh, you know. And I get it. You want to get a little yah, yah, yah yeah. thing. I mm -hmm. get it. Yeah. Back out there. I knew who she was before. I get it. Um, but that cast, need, they need to add two more people. Yeah. And I think Sonia, I, I think Sonia needs to be on there. Ooh, I saw some TikToks okay. with Sonia and Jessel. Sonia and Luann, I would not be surprised if they kind of trickle them in there. They need it. Wow. They, they, you need that type of like off the wall, you don't know what they're going to say, energy. You need oh, yeah. And not so practiced and studied. Look, I promise you, Sai will come back a different person. Yes, she is. She is not. Oh, I, her and Aaron, so it's going to be like, who are these people? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're you right. Know? So they, they're, they're going to need, yeah. So they're going to need some of the old to kind of get them off their kilter and to oh, bring right. some like fun and lightness because, you know, and I love Uba. I think she's a beautiful woman, but she didn't really bring anything. Because it was all off screen. And, yeah, and I do think they, and I was the one who predicted that she was dating. Yes, you did. Y'all, I could screenshot yeah. the date and time of the text message you sent me. You said he's in finance, he's this, this, and, and then it came here. out. Uh -huh. You I said, did. Wait a minute. On the upstate, and I live in New York City, upstate on the weekend. Okay, most of them don't live in the city. Okay. Mm -hmm. You predicted that. But I always type online. I said, y'all don't believe me. I be seeing this stuff for what it is. I see it. But anyway, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Carlos, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for allowing me to take up your time. Tell your mama. I said, hey, mama. Um, let the people know where they can yeah. find you. Um, anything that you have coming up. Um, and I'll drop the links to your article. Um, cool. So, so y'all click on the episode description. I'm trying. I'm figuring out how to do that on YouTube, but I know for sure in the podcast description, his episode, uh, his um, articles will be linked. So yes, let everybody know where they can find you. Of course, you can find me right on my trap <laughs> on Twitter, Carlos J Harris. That's C A R L O S J H A R R I S. That's it. That's that's the only place you want people to find you. <laughs> um. Yeah, because I, I pretty you much do each IG all my work. Yeah, I don't do IG. I just use IG type to post like my work. Oh, okay. well, you can find me on IG, Carlos Writes. I'm on there too. I just post my work, you know. So y'all can go over to at Carlos Writes, W R I T E S. So you can see his. Um, if you don't want to search, if you don't know where you can find the link, even though I just told you it's going to be in the episode description, go to his IG. And you will find yeah, it there. It's all there. And make sure y'all watch this. 
and like, comment, subscribe on the YouTube and do the same for the podcast. Y'all, thank y'all so, so, so much for kicking it with me and my boo, Carlos. Carlos will be back again. He is a correspondent and we will talk to y'all later. Bye. Bye.